single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. Ari Mendes. All right. Yeah. Are we rolling, Ari Mana? It's going. Oh, awesome. Oh, <laughs> hair right here on the table. I wonder whose hair that is. I don't know, dude. If I was an investigator, I'd probably figure that shit out, dude. It's tiny. It's curly. It's probably one it's of fucking Alex Santiago's pibs, dude. If you don't fix that, dude. I mean, because you don't have it anchored anywhere, pal. It's kind of balancing on its own, you know. You just lost subscribers. I had it. I had it a lot. Of, do a lot of What'd you do today? <laughs> what did I do today? I woke up. Um, I uh, made a little breakfast. I took Doogie out. Wait, what'd you make for breakfast? I do eggs. I usually eat eggs. They're the scrambled. No, I'll do, well, t- they were over medium. I Two of say. them or three? I do three. And then a little bit of like little ham. Ham? That's not kosher. It's not kosher, no, but I'll eat, I eat it. Aren't you Jewish? No. No, Ari. You're not Jewish? Are, are you, you sure? Are you joking right now? You're not? No. What are you? My family's Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> My family's Muslim. I'm not religious, dude. I don't. You're. I, don't do m- that. M- I can't even say it. <laughs> Muslim? Muslim? Oh, Ari Manas. I'm a 36 year old Iranian man. Is <laughs> <laughs> that your favorite thing that I did? It might be. It's okay. just so good. Okay. So, what's up, man? What did you do today? I woke up. Mm-hmm. I didn't work out or exercise at all. I went and got breakfast in the valley with Andrew Santino. He oh, cool. said that he recommended you for the television show Punked recently. Oh, cool, man. The recreation. That's very cool. With Jason Goldberg. Yeah. And he said he didn't know if you'd want to do it or not, but he put your name out there. That's pretty Would cool. Would you want to do it? I don't know, dude. It's all up in the air. Everything's up in the air. I'll edit this out. Do you think it'll be as good as Jerks with Cameras? I don't know if you can ever top that. If you want me to be frank. Which did you like better, Jerks with Cameras Season 1 or Jerks with Cameras Season 2? This, that's a false question because there was never a Season 2, Ari. Dude, I just roasted you. You fucking are good at roasting, dude. Last just- night... Last night you roasted pretty good, dude. That was I was impressed. That was so oh, funny. I just said he was a racist and said the n word all the time. That was it's great. funny because it's the opposite of him. He loves black people. Luke mm-hmm. Schwartz. Yeah. You know? Did you know that about him? I didn't know that about him. He's obsessed with black people. How did you know? How do you know that? Just if you follow him on social media or things he's into and the people he talks to and how friendly he is to them, he just to he's ra- black people. He's racist against white people. If a white person walks by, he goes, hey, good to see you. And if a black person walks by, what up, man? I love that thing you did. Wow. Always. Well, how did you notice that? Because I'm... Perceptive? Perceptive. All right, this is great. So tell me, what do you, got, what do, you do on your podcast? Uh, okay, the first section of it. Uh-huh. Loose conversation interview. That's where we're... Is that where we're in right we're now? We're in that. <laughs> 
after I feel that I've warmed you up. <laughs> okay. That you got you on my side. All right. Then I give you advice on something. You come to me with a problem. Oh, cool. And I help you with the problem. Mm-hmm. And then the third segment. How, I have a problem. How do I say no to p- doing podcasts that I don't really necessarily? That's rude. That's <laughs> rude, man. I'm joking, dude. You're like, I love you. You know that already. Love you too. And then the third segment is we take calls and hear awesome. other people's we problems. Have call- voicemail. Oh, it's voicemails. But voicemails it's not live people. calls? Not live calls. We hear other people's issues and problems. You give them advice. We give them advice. Oh, cool. And I'm open to new segments. If you have a fourth segment you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not stuck. I'll th- if I think of something, three. I'll let you know. You've always been there for me. I love you. You're like a little brother to me, Ari. There's yeah, a few guys that are like little brothers, and you're one of them. Who are the other ones? Mm. Be careful. No, I'm not careful. Jack no, Jr. is one. Careful. He's like a little brother. Jack Jr. from the haha. Yeah. Okay. He's like a little bro. Um, you know, like guys like you and fucking like... Um, there's, a, there's a few of you guys that just like... like the. The guys that are a little, like Mike Linochi, the Craig Conan's, the guys that are always around that are mm-hmm. funny. And they're just, I consider, like, just, you know, started a little bit after I did. Do you look at me and think, wow, like, it's so amazing that he started after me, is younger than me, better looking, funnier, and get a little jealous about that I'm just Sometimes way, I do have that thought. Way better mm-hmm. than you will ever be? Yeah, I do have that thought. All the time, dude. You're a very good comedian, Ari. You're not in the mood to do this podcast, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Not in the mood to do the podcast. Let's call it off. Really? Is this your... I don't know. I think maybe I masturbated too recently. Yeah, you seem like you're very lackluster. If I, if I, I if think... And it's a problem. Like, one, you know, one o'clock rolls, out, yeah. rolls around. You're supposed to be here at one thirty. I have a half hour to kill. What am I going to do? So you whacked off in that half hour? So in that half hour, I'm looking at pornography. <laughs> okay. And then that takes that... Lowers my energy. Like if I was, I wouldn't want to watch these two guys talking right now. That's just my opinion. No, someone wants to watch. Who? And it's also good background fluffer. I guess. Like maybe it's not the most amazing conversation, but yeah, I could have that on the background while I make my bed or do my laundry mm-hmm. or walk down the street. Yeah, like a, like walk my dog or. I could see that, but, but also if someone's sitting down. In but the your bed, energy is making my energy lower. I could tell. Well, you can't let other people affect you, man. I do all the time. <laughs> you don't so, want to do hey, that. Let's talk about some therapy there, pal. Because like I'll go, you know, like if I, I've just recently learned not to do that on stage to let you know, a, like That's a hard, low yeah, energy if, crowd. Yeah, if the crowd isn't me. laughing at all to just still give them a hundred. Yeah, and I've seen guys How that are hard. really good at that, and there's guys. You know what's so funny is like. One time I saw Carlos Mencia out of all the people, right? It was like brand new in comedy. And I'm like, oh, he performed like he was performing for a theater, but it was like maybe 15 people. Where was that? And at? I was like, oh, shit. So if there's one thing you can, you can learn from everyone. Where, <laughs> like, where did you see that performance? That was at the M bar. It was at the M bar. But I remember I was like, oh, you know, whatever. You could say Does whatever. Does Carlos Mencia live in Los him. Angeles? I don't know. I don't know anything about him other than like, you I would know, like the for history. him to do my apartment show. That'd be cool. I think he <laughs> would do funny. it. Yeah, I remember him coming to the comedy store and just everyone fucking avoiding him like the plague. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Like he would come and I was brand new when he was like co- trying to come around a little bit. Yeah. And I had a show at the comedy store and he would come, dude, this is the fucked up part. And you know, you heard what you heard about him and then he would come. So, and I had a show, like it was th- this, this particular time was in the belly room and you know, like, and uh, like Steve Byrne and like Ahmed Ahmed and like Bill Burr was going to go. None of them went up. They were like, dude, we're not uh, like they just didn't they go They didn't up. want him to see them. Yeah. And then, and then also one of them, I forget who it was, was like, dude, just, you know, don't 
don't do any fucking material, you know? So I'm, I, I like told the guy, I don't know. It was, he was sitting in the, you know, where the, where the, uh, where the, uh, what do you call it? Like the roast battle judges yeah, would sit. Up right there. Yeah, that little dugout area. He was sitting right there just watching everyone. And he didn't go up. He didn't go up or he, he, was he wasn't just trying to. it in. But I don't know. It was just so weird that he was doing that. And then I think shortly after that, he asked like Tommy to host the open mic. Did he? I thought so. I don't know. Wow. I, mean, I guess he'd asked to I come. I think and that'd host. be kind of cool if Carlos Mencia hosted Potluck one week, <laughs> even now. That'd be so weird. I mean, It'd I don't so know. Weird, I remember telling everyone, like, don't do material, man. Just, you know, do riff. So we all went up there and we're riffing and stuff. I bet you can get him on your podcast. I would. I'd put him on. I bet you he would be. He doesn't do a lot of interviews unless he knows they're going to go really positive. Dude, I wonder what that was like for him. You know? If he did this podcast, do you think I should talk about the negative things in oh, his life? I think he gets it so much probably, right? I mean, it's got to suck. News? It's pretty. It's pretty old news, but it, it's so funny how mainstream it became. You know that everybody knows about that. Yeah, like everyone, like you know, not just comedians, like the whole thing. You know, like it's so yeah. funny. I, like you make a joke about it, and everyone would get it. It's more famous than Mind of Mencia. I can't believe this stuff. Like they, you know, you could get away with on the show. Would you put? Doing? Would you let Carlos Mencia feature for you on the road if no. the club said, "Hey, we got a local guy." His name's Carlos. No. And see ya. You'd say, no, I want someone else? No. Because I don't think that that would be a good sh- good thing. For, I mean, it, I would li- rather have like a guy that's like, that I that I want to hook up or something like that. Why would but I have But if Carlos it was like you're on the road, you're getting a local guy, you and don't have like, anyone And they were like, here, he's got to go on your show. I mean, I don't. Would you say, nah, I'd rather, some, would you get someone else? Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't want him on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. He could go on, but he has to do five minutes clean. Of my material. Of my material. Look me up on YouTube. He has to do five minutes of my material up top. Yeah. That'd and then I won't. Yeah. And then you don't do those five minutes. Now, I noticed you're wearing a Nike skateboarding hat, but you don't skateboard. I did. What was the best trick you were av- ever able to pull off? A Canali pressure flip, I'd say. Damn. I didn't, you know, I didn't even know. I was about to call you a poser. No, I, 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 I would, I skated like that was a big part of my life when I was a kid. And then like, I don't know when I was probably 25 or something, I stopped carrying a skateboard in my car. I think that happened at the exact same age. I just, now I have <laughs> skateboards on my walls and I can't remember. Last yeah. Time I just, I, I remember there was a point where I didn't have health insurance or something and I was like, I can't. And it was just like too much. Like, you know, but when you were a kid, I'd always be like, how, how, you know, when you were a kid skateboarding, I don't know if you ever went to like a skate park or like mm-hmm. you'd go anywhere and then you'd see like older kids like taking breaks. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, why aren't you out there skating, man? This is like, you pussy. No, this is like, this is so much fun. Like, how could you be taking a break? And then now I got older get and I was like, oh, okay. They're just smoking weed or they're hanging out and taking a break because they're tired. If you could be a professional athlete in any sport, what would it be? <sighs> professional athlete in any sport yeah it could be a you could be a pro skateboarder you could be a professional baseball player yeah it'd probably be basketball or something basketball Mm -hmm. did you play i did play a little but i wrestled which was the same season so i couldn't play like in high school but i i was good when i i used to wake up when i was in seventh grade at like fucking 5 a.m and go play basketball because i thought i was gonna make the nba yeah, me and my buddy Ronnie, Ronnie Cardiel. You both thought you were going to be in there. Oh, yeah, and he was super short, but he was really good. And I was like a really good shooter, and I was pretty good too, but um, we would go and practice with the intention of being in the NBA. 
<laughs> in seventh grade. Dude, five in the morning. We so get up and go and kind shoot. Of grand. You've always had grand ideas. Grand ideas, yeah. I was like, dude, we're gonna be in the fucking NBA, dog. We gotta wake up at five a.m. and go. Now, what is your? Up. Now, what is your dream currently? Be the best comedian in the world. Better than I just say that anyway because I read all these books and stuff. So I'm the greatest comedian in the world. Who do you think the best comedian in the world is now that you have to overpass? I don't think it's overpass. It's just like I think you're you're your own worst. When I reach my full potential, I will be that. So you'll be the greatest amongst other of the greatest. Yeah, I think I don't. I think there's other greats. There's always going to be that, but I think that. But who's your favorite? Mm, like current. Like what do you mean? Your favorite know. comedian? Like favorite now, probably Chappelle. David? Yeah, I just like how loose and, you know, fluid his shit is. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good. I love his Louis C.K. joke. Have you heard that one? Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, just like it's so, he's just so naturally funny, man. It's like that's what what I like about him, you know? What issues do you have in your life? <laughs> Your transition was so good. Thank you. My biggest issue probably is uh, that I'm in my head a lot about everything. When you say you're in your head, are you worried what other people think about you? That's some of it. I mean, it's just everything, dude. I have like fucking, my brain sometimes is like a rat nest. Do you think part of that could be that you need a haircut? Um, I appreciate the, the attempt at a joke, but I don't think that's it. And you know that's not it. It could be. You know absolutely 125% that that's I'm not saying not you what need a haircut. I'm saying maybe you need a haircut. But that's the problem. Like if you're going to get into a therapy thing and then you put like a really half-assed joke into the mix of when someone's trying to tell you like a real thing, especially with I just whacked off energy, you're asking to tank. You're being negative. I'm not. You're I'm being not. negative. You just, t- you, you asked me, what are your problems in life? And I just started to tell you. And then you told me, do you think it's because of your hair? How, how could any of that, m- my head being a rat nest, blah, blah, blah. Can we start over? No, we can't because you can't edit any of this out. Let's start over. I think that <laughs> <laughs> if you have an issue. Mm-hmm. With worrying about what people think about you. You just got to go out in the world and do something so embarrassing that it'll just make it so you don't care at all what people think about you. Maybe make a post of yourself on Instagram showing your butthole at the top of Runyon Canyon. I already did that. (laughs) (laughs) Then how could you care? No, there's certain things that I care about and certain things I don't. Like, when I'm on stage, I don't care. I can do whatever I want. But then when I'm home by myself, you know, if I'm watching a video of mine or something, and like, oh, I'm like, oh, I could do this better. You know what I mean? I could be yeah. like, oh, I've done this better. Or if I watch a tape of myself, like, oh, why did I do it like this? I could have done like this. Sometimes I think maybe I shouldn't post comedy posters on my Instagram. Meaning, I don't know. I could see how it gets annoying, but dude, I use my Instagram. I know you're supposed to use it like... You know, put fucking funny stuff up and content and all this, that. But I use it as for my fans, like, to let them know where I'm going to be. Yeah. And I, and if they don't want to follow me, that's fine. Yeah. You know, but I think the ones that do stick around, they're like your real fans. That's true. You know, and then they come to your shows. They'll be happy and, with whatever you post. They just want to support. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, cool. So they can put up with a flyer every now and then. Mm-hmm. 
know what I'm saying? And it doesn't matter. I mean, fuck. You know, there's guys that use it every day. There's guys that, you know, don't even use it. Chappelle doesn't have it. Are it's you like, using the podcast studio you built in your apartment? No. And that's another That's another thing. I've had that thing for six months. <laughs> I think more. <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> now it's been seven. Um, but it's like I've recorded other things in there. That's good. So it's getting a little bit of use. I mean, not, it's just a fucking empty room now, you know? And uh, it's all set up, ready to go. I just have to, like, do something. And sometimes I have mental blocks. Maybe just on the side we could put a little twin-size bed in there. And we could rent it out. I don't want to do that anymore. I just thought about it, but I don't want to Not to a roommate. No, like just Airbnb. Have I, don't, I don't like that. You like that shit. You got fucking robbed. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, I, wonder, I don't know what happened. I'm like, you fucking moron. And you have like <laughs> all this equipment and you just trust these fucking strangers that have like some profile online. It's all insured. Yeah, you asshole. I, I don't want to say it because I don't want you to get in trouble, but I sent you a bunch of pictures, man. <laughs> of shit so, I have. So you're good. Hmm? So you could rent out your place. You don't have to worry about that. I could if I wanted to. What would you do if you had a million dollars? Just do stand up. What would you buy? A condo? Mm, I'd probably I'd buy a little place. Well, house? I'd buy a little place, like kind of in the woods. Not in the woods, but like, you know, in the hill somewhere that's like, looks like it's a little tree house. Yeah. Just to have a little tiny place. And then I would do stand up and I would just travel around. That's it. It's just a million bucks. <laughs> if you had a million dollars, <laughs> that's okay. not. A, I don't think that's enough for like okay. whatever you're gonna do. Let me say, I'll give you ten million. That's not. Even, I mean, how I, many weekends would you do stand up out of the month? I think two weekends a month is fun. Two weekends. Yeah. Past that, it's but too I think much. It, like doing theaters, you, it's even easier because then you just go and do one, you know, one show, and you go home. That's that's the real. Yeah, fun. that's when it's fun. I think, right? Yeah, I don't know yet because I'm still in the clubs. But yeah, but you're gonna be doing theaters by 2020. That's a goal. What do you think it would take to get you to do theaters? Just more people to know about me. I mean, you're fucking so depressing right now, dude. If I can be completely honest with you, are. <laughs> if you were me. my therapist, I would have fucking killed myself six months ago. No, I wouldn't let you do that. I'd prescribe you good medicine. Nah, dude. I just couldn't do it. What um, would you tell me to do? Well, I don't know what your... I mean, besides your problem of caring about what people thinking in your own head, mm-hmm. like, what's a real problem I could give you advice on? That's a real problem, dude. I mean, I don't think you're fucking... It's unlicensed, so you don't know what the fuck you're talking about anyway. No, I do. I'm really good. Okay. No, you're but in, you give... I've, I've heard your podcast. Oh, thank you. You give outlandish advice and tell people to cut their hair when they're in depression. I mean, that's not... No, no, no. That was a joke. I think to get out of your head, what you got to do... Go to the top of Running Canyon and show my asshole. Another bad piece of advice. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Ari? Either that give some that people... That that's a that horrible bad. idea. To that go to fuck at the top of Running and show my asshole? That's not that bad of advice. That's not going to help anything. I think showing your asshole will get you out of your head. It's going to make you think about that. You're going to go, why did I do that? What, what? I'm such an idiot. And then you won't care about anything else you do. Why would it's I show like, my asshole on the top of Runyon Canyon, dude? It's kind of like when your head hurts, right? You have a head. You go, I have a headache. And you tell your dad. And then your dad sucks you in the arm really hard. And you go, what the? Why'd you do that? 
And he goes, does your head still hurt? And you go, oh, yeah. You do know a thing or two. Same thing with the asshole on top All of right. onion. How do I feel like this is the clip you're going to use? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you well. Oh. One hour, thing. one hour podcast. It's the same thing. I keep tearing up out of my left eye. Well, because the gas fumes that we're fucking ingesting from being right off the Franklin. Do people know where your podcast studio is? No one's ever died in here from any fumes. If you could kiss one girl on the lips in the whole world, who would it be? A girl, female. I don't know. Come on. Well, in the whole world? Yeah. It can be anyone. Anyone. Your mother. I've thought about this for a long time, dude. Kane? Mm-hmm. Have you met? Yeah. You met her? She's hot. She's been through menopause. It's fine. Is it menopause or meta? It's meta. Metaphor. <laughs> You're so stupid. How is this thing? It's going to have to go through a lot of editing. I feel like, yeah. Maybe it's because of the temperature of the room. Are you not? Do you not want to do it today? We don't have to. No, no, let's do it. All right, ready? Thanks for coming to Unlicensed Therapy. I really appreciate you ha- being here. It's good me. to be here, Ari. Um, yeah, so have you ever been here in this garage before? I, I've seen it. I saw you build it. I remember there was a couch here and there was a thing there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's changed a little bit. You put a table in. Yeah. I which just is want, nice. You know, before we were sitting on the side. Yeah. And we had to look over like this. But this is cool too, and right? This way, yeah, but this way we could look into each other's eyes and really feel one another, man to but man. But everything makes me want to go. Touch me. Everything makes me want to go this way. No, just Everything right makes me want to look It's all right way. here. Look. Ari, why don't right we do here. this? Right Ari, here. Why don't we do no, this? No, 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 no. Why don't, don't we just do this? They don't need to see our eyes. Look, look into my eyes. It's about the energy between me and you. But I can't do it because every time I look in your no, eyes, no. You're at, we're go, I'm going downhill with energy. No, and no, the no, seat's no. too low. You're right. It's the chairs. It's I need to get different chairs. It's just like, it's making me Listen, sit like It's this. a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Yeah. Set up like this. Set up like this. Something about it just Look into my eyes. Let's do this. It, we're, this is the podcast. I don't like my posture right now. It's Sit fun- up straight. Come on. Get get in it. I don't like this posture. Right here. Dude. It's like the fucking this chair goes in. Let's don't- do that. Let's turn it on. Just turn it on right now. Podcast mode on. You and me. Podcast. Unlicensed therapy. How are right. you? I'm good. Okay, good. Today, I wanted to welcome our newest sponsor. That is Lynx Vapor. They sent me this Eden Vaporizer. And I really enjoy it. I enjoy smoking it more than I would a traditional bong or pipe. It just feels cleaner and healthier for my lungs, which is my biggest concern with smoking. This thing feels solid. I couldn't break this if I tried. This is solid metal stainless steel, which means pure vapor with minimal reclaim each and every use. It's sleek and simple, and it has a powerful convection vaporizer for the health conscious, I mean, this thing uses USB-C on the bottom. It even has the latest technology on it. USB-C as opposed to micro USB, which I really like as a tech nerd. It has an all-course chamber. has a large quartz atomizer boasting a vapor path free from harmful toxins or plastics, providing the highest quality vapor. It comes in this really nice box that I like. It has four different temperature modes to reach your ideal temperature setting. In about 30 seconds, it heats up. And this thing, this model smokes flour, but they sell other models that you could smoke, you know, the concentrates or oils, whatever you like. I really like it. You could get one 
for under $100 at linksvapor.com. Use promo code RE10 to receive 10% off your order. That's A-R-I number 10. Check it out. Do them a favor. Do me a favor. Do yourself a favor by getting the Lynx Vaporizer to take your smoking to that next level. Let's get back to the show. Thank you. You're one of my favorite comedians. I appreciate that. And I'm not just saying that. I mean that uh, I've seen you have some of the best sets ever where you just destroy the place. And everyone's like, holy, they're tearing up like I am right now. Just tears coming down their face from your comedy. And then I've seen, you know, I've seen you bomb too. I've seen you have sets where just you didn't. You didn't connect. Of course. It happens with everyone, but maybe it happens with you 5% more than it happens with Donnell Rawlings. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I don't know, man. I think it's because it has a lot to do with uh, when you don't connect or you don't go up uh, with the intention of having a good time. Sometimes I wouldn't be having a good time, and then when you do that, it's like... What do you think Donnell Rawlings has that you don't have comedically? I, this is unfair. I'm just saying, Donald Rawlings. This is unfair because I'm trying to answer honestly, and you're just joking around. No, I genuinely think Donald Rawlings is a more consistent comedian than you and me. <laughs> I, I'm being genuine. Yeah, I can't speak on that, dude. I don't know. You've seen him? Yeah, I've seen him. I don't. You ever seen know. that guy have a bad set? I don't know. I never have seen him have a bad set ever. I don't watch him all that often. I do. He doesn't do bad. Yeah, there's a lot of guys like that. There's guys that are very who else, consistent. Who else do you think doesn't do bad? Um, there's a few guys that you just never see do bad. Who? You know, like fucking Burr or like fucking no, I've seen uh, Burr do Sebastian. I've seen him when maybe they're working on something yeah. new. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen Rock do the same thing. But I don't. I don't. Yeah, there's. Um, you know, if you're a polished comic, I think you're gonna be good. It's true. Like I don't That's know what true. to fucking tell you. I mean, once you've like been doing it for ten years or something, you like That's learn how true. to. You want this to be funny, like goofy funny, huh? No. Every time I want to get serious with you, you start talking about some fucking. No, I was trying to be serious. I'm sorry. Why do you think Donnell Rawlings is a better comedian than you? <laughs> I didn't say better. I didn't say he was better. Fucking serious question. I didn't say he was better. I like I like dude. you better. I like I think you're a better comedian. No, 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 no. But you said. Why do you think Donnell Rawlings is better than you? Why no, is that? I didn't that? say better. Dude, if this is this is one of those <laughs> interviews where you go, man, fuck you, man. Like, you know what I mean? I thought you like really legitimately wanted to have a good conversation with your boy. No, I don't think Donnell is better than you. I think he's more consistent. That's fine. That's different. Yeah, but I wasn't I think, trying to insult you. I was just trying to get to the science of our comedies. Dude, it's yeah, it's okay if he's more consistent than me. Yeah, it's okay. Do you think it's... Have you ever experienced racism at a comedy show against uh, your background and heritage? Yeah, in Arizona one time when I was pretty new. What'd they say? Some lady told me to go back to my country. Really? Yeah. While you were on stage? Yeah, but I was doing a character. How did you react? I was doing a character. I was doing like this Persian character, and then... Uh, I was like, I don't get it. What it's like, you know? I don't know if you remember in the beginning. I used to sometimes fuck around and do a yeah. Persian character, like that Iranian man yeah, yeah. guy. And uh, and I said, I don't understand Arizona. You know, they do this. And then she said, she said, well, then go back to your country then. And, and I was then like, I was say? like, when my visa is up, I will be heading back. <laughs> and she goes, all right, da da da. da. And then like, this is like five minutes into the show. And then uh, I keep doing it. 
And I keep doing it. And then she goes, I said, go back to your fucking country. Oh, man. she didn't quit and they didn't no, kick her out. No, and then I was yeah. like, look, you fucking dumb bitch. Then I broke character. Yeah. And I was like, look, you dumb bitch. I'm just like a kid from Orange County, California. Yeah. I'm just as American as you are, but you fucking are just like outing yourself as a racist bitch right now. Like, what are you doing? And everyone's like, everyone's like, what the fuck? Because they thought I was that, that other guy. Uh-huh. And then it just like everyone's like, <gasps> and then the owner of the or the owner of the fucking place it was I forget wh- what's his name oh Howard Hughes was it Howard Hughes was this House of Comedy what? no dude no. it was not even a club this it was, was like, like my first show. year okay. of comedy dude and it was like my first road gig Brady Matthews was with me okay it was like at this Mexican restaurant <laughs> that they had be a club yeah and it was like a, you know they brought, they put you in a hotel but you know you did like right. four shows it was a legit room. So, and the owner of the place was like a Persian guy who uh-huh. like was like an ex Navy fucking SEAL or in the okay. military or some shit, and he was there watching. Right. And so he, um, I, yeah, the, the fucking, and I had my I had a drink right there on stage, like a little vodka Red Bull on stage with me, and I, I and I go, look, you're fucking whatever, whatever. This is five minutes in the show, and I break the thing, and everyone's like, holy shit! And then she's she doesn't know what's going on. She's like, what the fuck? And then she's like, she was wasted. She keeps like heckling. And I'm like, dude, is this what fucking Arizona's like? Is everyone a fucking race? They're like, no, you know, so the crowd's like on my side. Or oh, whatever. they are. Okay, that's good. And yeah. then um, the fucking, what happens? Oh, yeah, then they get they go to kick him out. I'm like, look at this fucking. And I went you super went hard. Yeah, yeah, I went off super hard. I'm like, look at this fucking. She's a racist. And I started doing that. And they're like, everyone's cheering and shit. And then I'm like, I want them to fucking leave. And then everyone's cheering them to leave. And then they get up to leave, and their husband's like this big ass fucking dude. It's right behind her, and uh, I may have called her a cunt at some point, right? Uh huh. And then he he's like walking up, and I thought he was gonna come up. <laughs> he was gonna be like, man, because the way his posture was was right. like he was walking you up. You were a like, little nervous. No, I wasn't nervous. Yeah. I thought he was gonna come up and be like, hey, man, I'm so fucking. Because oh. everyone was like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. This isn't how Arizona is. So I thought like, oh, he's gonna come up and be like, dude, I'm so sorry about my wife. She's fucking drunk, dude. You know. And he wa- he kind of waddles over like this, and they're going to leave, but then the, the owner's kind of trailing him. And the guy grabs my drink and throws it in my face and goes, don't call my wife a cunt, and throws the whole fucking thing. And it, like, the, like a little bit of ice hits me in the eye, like, cuts the top of my eye, and the fucking drink's, like, on the ceiling. It's, like, spilling down. I'm like, what the fuck? But as he does that, the owner of the place tackles the motherfucker, like, as he does. Like like I've never seen someone get hit so hard. And yeah. His feet come up off from off the floor, and he hits the ground. And then now they're in front of me, and then I'm just with the mic standing over. And I go, "Whoa!" Everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And I go, "Now, God, I am. I got your wife's a bitch or something." It was like, it was so crazy, dude. And then yeah, I just kept talking shit, like whatever. And I'm glad I didn't like kick him in the face or do anything stupid. Yeah. But um, so I'm just standing over. I'm like, that was just nuts. And then they finally leave, and then we'd finish the show, and it was actually. So you, you kept know, doing stand up. Yeah, dude, it was a good that. show, but that was it was just that was like one time I've experienced somebody talking shit, but it was actually turned out to be quite fun. <laughs> were it you mad insane. after that set? Yeah. Were you happy getting off the stage because it all you had a good set still, or did you were you still mad about just having to get into that ordeal? No, I thought it was funny. I mean, I was doing yeah. a character. I mean, they don't, yeah. you know, but it just was funny that people like somebody yeah, would say that. that. If even if I was that guy, why would fucking this yeah. lady say that? You know, I uh, did I tell you I got into a fight in New York? Mm-mm. I did. You like heard, a fist fight? Yeah, a with fist with, fight. with another comedian with or a, audience? Uh, no, an audience. Oh, really? 
uh, it was very similar to the story, except <laughs> I didn't experience any racism or anything. But you've heard me do my teacher joke. Which one? Where I say teachers shouldn't be paid more oh, than yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, you said that and then someone got pissed? So it ends with, I've told this story before, but it ends with me saying if she's 17 and keeps her mouth shut, I'll do it. Yeah, 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 I know this one. And this lady stands up in, in the crowd and says, not funny, me too. Okay. And so then I said, well, everyone else laughs, so sit down and shut up. And she said, not funny, me too again. Uh-huh. So then I lost it, similar to you. I called her a dumb bitch. I said, you know, you guys don't like comedy. You suck. Get her out of here, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Everyone cheers. I get off. This, I finish my set. This guy comes up to me. I think it's to say, have a good good set. But he said, I'm not. So I put my hand out to shake his hand. I yeah. said, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he goes, he goes, I'm not shaking your hand. That was my wife. Oh, and then yeah. he pours wine over my head. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And at this point, I'm literally think there's no one around. Yeah. I mean, there are people around, but not right there. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I have to hit this guy. He's or else I'm not oh, a man. Yeah, like, yeah, like I, dude, I didn't have my... time to think about it. Like, like, you had a guy tackle. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. one was there to tackle him. So I was, right. like, <laughs> I was like, I have to hit this guy or else I'm a bitch. Yeah. So I hit him. I started choking him out. No way. And then people broke us apart yeah. instantaneously. What club was this at? This was at, um, not a, it wasn't at a comedy club. It was in the basement of the Soho house. It was a <laughs> show. All Very rich nice. people. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, really classy. That's hilarious, Very. dude. Yeah, one time Brian Swinehart, we were at... <laughs> This is like in the open mic days. Um, Brian Seinhart, who I love. Yeah. Um, nice guy. He's a very sweet dude. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> we would always get in fights at the fucking Bruco. <laughs> it was like frat guys that were fucked up and all right. they wanted to do was come and disrupt me. Like, these guys are fucking funny. Let's go see, you know, like. Let's. Yeah. So it would be like that. And then at the time we were getting up at like the comedy store at like 2.30 in the morning. So every set was angry. You know, yeah. like I was like, fuck this. You'd been waiting for nine hours to get on stage. So like this, they're like, why aren't they fucking listening? I've been waiting to go up. You yeah. know, it's so important to us to have. have right. So I would, I would get in like fights all the time there. <laughs> and fucking this one particular time and, and, and we wouldn't put up with shit with any of these fucking like little frat guy, yeah. you know, whatever's. And this happened where I, I forget what happened, but Swinehart and this guy got into it. And then afterwards, like he came out, but he really like was talking shit throughout his whole Swinehart's whole set. So now they're on the, like right by the stairs of the Bruco, which was this, this bar at, yeah. by UCLA. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever did it. I did a couple times, yeah. Yeah, so that was like the place where we go and do a lot of time. And uh, and the guy's standing there, and Brian's like, fuck you, man. Why are you talking shit during my whole set, man? Blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, man, fuck you. And they're talking shit back and forth. And then Brian has a drink in his hat. And he goes, hey, man, have a drink on me. And he fucking pours a drink on his head, dude. And then they... That's fighting words, yeah. Yeah, they start fighting right there. It's so fucking funny. But then afterwards, I was like, dude, you should have got another drink and been like, two drink minimum. (laughs) (laughs) It was a fucking... It's a good Ryan Swinehart impression, too. It is, huh? Yeah. Hey, what's up, I haven't heard that before. Hey, Ari. Hey, good to see you. Yeah, I love Swiney. Yeah, nice but there were so many funny times. There one time I almost I was in a you know Dino Archie right yeah, and like something happened where this guy was talking shit to me and like he was he was a lot bigger than me with with a couple friends with him you know and we were like getting into it in the back of the room after I got off stage I'm like hey man what the fuck were you you know why were you heckling blah 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 and then it's him and his friends got up and Dino was right next to me and I thought okay he's got my back at least you know and at that time like you know stage time was like it was gold so like yeah. we're sitting there and i'm t- you know i'm like no fuck you dude i have dino right behind me and then uh, i'm like yeah no fuck you guys dude we don't put up with that bullshit in this room and then uh, i forget who was hosting but the guy goes all right dino archie and dino <laughs> leaves and goes on stage and then it's just me and those guys are like no nah, it's cool dude and i fucking just went outside 
Wow. Nothing happened, but. Do you, would you say you're more level-headed now? Oh, yeah, dude. Like, when was the last time you got really angry on stage or off or about comic, you know, in that type of situation? Got really mad on stage. Yeah. I try to do it less. I mean, it's like, you know. Yeah. Because that's not the place for it, I don't think. Right. You know, but before I used to, ha- I would let shit bother me Sometimes it's just hard. Sometimes you kind of just lose control a little bit. If some, I would do someone that a does lot. something to you on stage, you know, or, you know, after the situation, you go, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But in the moment. Yeah, you're heated and you, you make a dumb decision. And I used to do that a lot, dude, when I was newer. I would let the, the shit, because it, it was so important to me, like this time, you know, like I was on stage and it was like, and I didn't realize they don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, they didn't wait nine hours to get up there. Or they don't, you know, they don't know how much time you, it take. They, for all they know, you're just a fucking guy that goes, hey, I want to do comedy and you just go up there and do it. Right. You That's know, like they, yeah, you're, you're just the next guy that come Oh, He just wanted to do it. So he's on there. They don't know all your fucking blood, you know, the blood, sweat and tears that go into this shit. But, yeah. but you, I would take that on my back to the stage and be like, you don't know how fucking hard it is. And then there's some times I'd be lecturing them about, you know, yeah. you know what it's like to get up. And it just looking back on it, it's so silly. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you doing for an audience to be watching? That is just like, dude, we don't want to hear this bullshit. Right. We, we want to hear the laugh. Yeah. yeah. Like what the fuck? So now I, knowing that I just go, you know, I'll laugh at, I, I laugh off a lot of shit. Yeah. All you could do is just be, but I think that silly. comes just from, you know, years of doing it. Like you just learn that, you know, but back in the day, I was like, no, it was important. Like, I, I made a sacrifice to that set, but, you know, I let them know. Right. It, but at the end of the day, they're like, dude, that guy was fucking dick. They're just saying you're never, someone who heckles and is a shitty audience member, you're never going to, it's not like you're going to say something and she's going to go. Her mind, yeah, yeah, she's going to go, oh, I never thought about that. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. But I have had hecklers where they end up coming around and clapping and like, you know. You probably had that too, where you fucking do something and then they're like, oh, fuck this guy. And then, they, yeah. and then they come around and then by the end they're like clapping and having a good time. And now my goal when something does happen like that is not to kick them out, you know, unless they're Get super fucked up. Right. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, you know, just make it a fun little thing that like, Hey man, you know, obviously fucking go in when you have to, but yeah. just make it to where it's not like disrupting the whole show. And then you go, no, fuck that guy. You know, like mm. keep them in there and make them realize like, dude, this ain't the way to do it. And I'm, you know, you're you're a fucking professional like they're yeah. not able to to do it like that easy anymore that's good that's really good mm-hmm. i have a question you have yeah. the energy of ben stein that's rude he's a sexual predator i don't want to be compared Did he get to beat, dude? i don't know but he should um that was baseless he's not listening sure he is All right he listens to everything okay i have a question for you yep so I think you're straight. I want you to know that. Mm-hmm. I think you like women. And if you didn't, there's nothing wrong with that either. Cool. But I think you do. I think you do like women. That's when I think true. about you and I think about if you're straight or not, I think you are. But if you weren't, hypothetically speaking, if you were a homosexual, would your parents be okay with it? I don't think they would care. They wouldn't? Not at all. Would your parents That's be good. okay with it? Did your brother really just come out of the closet? Yeah. Which one? Youngest one, Jonah. He's 19. Oh, okay. Did you guys know or no? I didn't know. Not at all? Mm-mm. Okay. I actually have a call from him. He left a voicemail for the show. And that's just a good segue for it. I wasn't planning on doing it right then and there. That's not why I brought it up. Well, let's do it. But let's take the call. This is... Uh, when did, did he officially tell you guys? 
He told us about a year ago. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought it was just recent. I mean, yeah, according to the joke, it's recent, <laughs> but he told us. He took, it took me some time to formulate the joke and all that, but he told us uh, over New Year's. Actually, oh, cool. Right, right after New Year's. Like, so, on, okay. So a little less than a year. Okay, so here is the joke, we- or the call, the voicemail from my brother. Hey, Ari, my name is Josh. I'm calling. He gave a fake name, Josh. Dude, this whole time my earpiece has been like this and you haven't told me? I thought you knew. I thought you were doing that on purpose. Oh, that's hilarious, dude. I thought that was like a stylistic or comfort type of thing. Not at all. This sounds so much better. Okay, good. Dude, Ari. Hey, Ari, my name is Josh. I'm calling from the San Diego area, and I wanted some advice on a dilemma I'm having right now with my family. Um, I came out to my family about a year ago. And recently I came home with a hickey on my neck and my parents asked me if it was from a boy or girl. Uh, Although it doesn't seem like a huge problem, it just made me feel bad that they were questioning, almost trying to get confirmation whether I was gay or straight, even though I had already come out to them. Um, So if you could let me know what to do about the situation, I don't know if I should talk to them about it. Or just let it slide. Um, let me know. Thank you. What do you think? I would say that one is from a girl, but you should see the one right next to my cock and balls. That's from a guy. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, I would say I would say uh, be honest with them. All but, right, this is your brother, dude. Why don't you call your fucking parents and tell them, dude, it's all good. Well, but. I think it's not about honesty. He's he's saying he's upset because they're they're asking if like it's a boy for or girl, confirmation. even though he told them he's gay. But I think I think that this conversation could only like will only happen like one more time. You know, it's it's gonna happen if he if he nips it in the bud now, and goes, hey, it's a guy, guys. I told you I was straight. I mean, I'm I'm gay. This is what it is. You know, so if, yeah. You know, so you think he that, should confirm with them? Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, what what? I have a couple things come to my mind. What's that? Uh, first and foremost, what do you like? You're 19. Uh, you know, I guess I've had hickeys in my life. But yeah, it's why like, have a hickey unless why you're you a, ta- a Taco hickeys, Bell dude? employee? It's like gay or straight. Like that's not a good look. That's a good point. Uh, you know, you're an adult. Did why you why are you coming home with hickeys all over your, your neck? Gross. It's gross. But let's put that aside. And then the other thing is, dude, why are you why, why are you gay? Why are you gay? You shouldn't be that. It's not what God wants, and it's not what. Oh, that joke uh, is really funny. Actually, has your brother heard you. that joke? Yeah, he's that heard joke it. is really good. Um, yeah. No, but another thing is: is it possible, Jonah? Says Josh. Is it possible, Jonah, that mom and dad were joking when they said, "Is it a boy or a girl?" Is it possible that we're trying to make a bad joke? I think he would have been able to read it. To be honest, he would or wouldn't. I think he would have been able to okay, read that. So like if you been like, "Ha ha, very funny, guys," you know, and then fucking it. keep it moving. Well, in that case, if they weren't joking. And they are seriously asking if you're getting hickeys from girls. You could say, gross, I'm not attracted to women. I only like men. So it's a pretty insensitive question for you guys to ask me. Make them feel a little guilty about it. Right. And then that's it. I like that. You know, I don't think, you know, I know mom and dad as well as you do. And and when you came out, they were. Were they shocked? You know, I think we all, no one really saw it coming, but. We were all pretty supportive. I don't think anything negative was said about it. You have a very supportive family, and I don't think you should be hurt or upset by them asking if it was a girl because they're fine. We're all fine with you being a, a little gay boy, our little gay, my little gay baby. 
Brother. That's what you call him? Yeah, my little gay boy. Let's take one more call. This is from... Do you want to take a call from uh, Stephen Fury or Ken Gar? Or this Stephen is Randolph? All just peop- <laughs> this is all just people you I know. I ran out of uh, fan callers okay. on the last okay, episode. Cool. All right, which one? Who is this episodes. one? Do you want to do one from Stephen Fury, Ken Gar, or Stephen Randolph? You pick, dude. I don't care. Okay. Ken Gar is pretty good. Let's listen to that one. Hey, Ari. It's uh, Ken Gar, first-time caller, long-time listener. Hey, I just needed some advice. I've been in a long-distance relationship for a year and a half, and she doesn't seem to want to move to L.A., and I don't know if we should just keep it long distance or if I should give her an ultimatum. Uh, I look forward to your advice. You are my guru. I'm, I absolutely love and adore every piece of advice that you give. Uh, thank you so much. Look forward to hearing from you. So I don't know if you heard that, but he said he's in a long distance relationship with his girlfriend. He doesn't know whether or not to keep doing it or to give her uh, an ultimatum. How serious is he with her, you know? Is this, I think they're pretty serious. Yeah, so I think that he's got to just let her know, man, this is my dream. This is what I want to do. I'm not going to stop it. I guess this is leaning toward ultimatum, Ken. Ken Tums and fuck Gar. That's what but I here's call the him. thing. An ultimatum is very unhealthy. You know, even if she, even if it goes exactly where you want, you say, listen, I need, I need you to move here or we need a breakup. And she goes, okay, I'm moving there for you. That's not, if she doesn't want to move there on her own kind of thing, She's going to hold it against you. She, she's going to hold it against you for making her leave and move. It's not, it's not going to be a healthy decision. You don't want to give her an ultimatum and say, you have to move here for me. I think I'm just saying like the way that it's going to come out is going to sound like an ultimatum. But if you can finesse it in a way that you let her know, and if she really cares about you, she sees that this is, I don't know what she does for work is the thing. So if it's something she can't do here, it's going to be kind of hard to be like, hey, man, pick up your life and move out there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so would. So either way, it's going to sound like an ultimatum. I would. I wouldn't give her an ultimatum. I would just say, "Hey, I need. I really wish you were here with me. And if you ever wanted to to move to LA, I would support you through that move in any way I could, and I would love it. But I don't think I would give her an ultimatum. Me. That's. But it's going to sound like an ultimatum. But you don't say, I'm going to break up with you if you don't. You just oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah. You definitely don't have to break up with her, I don't think, over it. But I think, well, how, how long can you do the long distance thing if she says no? Like, I, I just can't, you know? I mean, these days with airplanes, just switch off, you know? Once a month, each one of you visits the other. I know, yeah, personally, I, I, would, I would like to think that. You don't want to see a girl every day anyway. That's true. It's not when you see a girl every single day. Well, what if it's, it's what too if you're much. no, not if you're really into the chick though. If have you ever After been in a couple, relationship? Yeah, where you're like, so you think that just wears off over everyone? Yeah, every there's not a single couple. After years and years of being together, it's just like, oh, I love spending every minute with you. Don't you see some old couples that are like that, or do you think no. they just like put up with it? No, it's all a facade. Everyone gets sick of each other a little bit. Long distance relationship. Not that bad. If you could see each other every every month, maybe catch her cheating, and then you can <laughs> cheat a little bit on the side. What do you think? Good advice? It was decent. I like the non-ultimatum thing. 
Yeah. Dude, this mic is so fucked up, huh? I know. I need. I need to. Like everything about it. Like this area is just very uncomfortable. <laughs> I've been like, I don't so I know how new, to like I need the table. Chairs. Well, the table's too high for the for where the chairs are for me. So you know, I I'd new, like to be a little bit higher up. So I need a taller chair. Maybe a taller chair, and then like different mic arms. Yeah, the chair thing you got to fix is I'm like sinking it. It's like one of those that. Well, look at me. Look how I do it. Yeah, but I don't want to fucking sit like this. It's called posture, my friend. I have bad posture. You ever heard of posture? In military school, <sighs> I went to a military high school. While we ate, we had to put a knife in between our chest and the table and, and hold keep it, it there. there. Yeah, while, while we you ate. ate? And no if way. the knife fell, we'd have to do push-ups later. No way. Yeah. That's so weird to think you went to military school. It dude. is weird. Look at, and now I have a big Jufro. I mean, do, are, do, you, keep, do you ever keep in touch with those people? Uh, I have a couple friends. From them? From there, yeah. Have they seen you do stand-up? Yeah, some of them have. What do they think? I think do they invite I think you to the New York Comedy Festival? <laughs> I think, you know, everyone, I haven't experienced really any, no, that's not true. One person from college, I remember, remember my uh, t-shirt when I had a porn star wearing my t-shirt and I put my face over her oh, vagina. Oh yeah, that was great. That was great. Uh, uh, Ari Martin. always did some funny stuff. That was good. So I posted that picture and a girl mm-hmm. from college said that I'm a chauvinist sexist pig <laughs> and that I shouldn't do comedy and that I'm eliminating most of my audience with that picture. I think your act is just that, you know? So it's like people aren't going to fucking all like you. They're not going to all know? like me. Yeah, but, because, hopefully, but it's all good because you're going to find your audience. Hopefully. You know? I'm not a fan, but I know that there's <laughs> other people that would be. I like you as a person. Would I subscribe to your Patreon? I don't do Patreon. To me, a Patreon. Do you have a Patreon? No. Okay, then I could comfortably say, to me, a Patreon is being an internet homeless person. It's asking your friends and family and fans for, it's begging them for change. I don't know exactly how it works. So you say, I thought it was like, okay, if you want to subscribe to my shit, I can give you bonus content. It is, but it's like. But it's like, why don't you just give it to them? Yeah, just put out your content. If you're making content, put it out. To me, it's like, hey, uh, I can't earn money as a comedian, but will you guys just give me some? Please help me. Help me. Please. So I what about? Comedian. But I That's understand. I understand. Me. I guess if you don't tour, but I guess some people. What do they? Do they need it because they need money and they want to do a podcast? They make money. But then let me let me ask you this. Then, if people are willing to do it. Like yeah. a lot of people are willing to do it, like to pay it for a subscription. Oh, and they are. Some people are making yeah. That's what I'm saying. So dollars. I think that that may balance itself out. Like they go, oh, I'm just like I subscribe to Hulu. I subscribe to this guy's thing, you know. And then that's an independent channel. It is. That's. I mean, that's. You know, honest, as opposed to the way is. you made it I'm sound was like very, very, because I could see both ways. Like if they're putting good shit out and it's funny and it's good and or whatever, it doesn't even need to be funny. It's, I'm it's, just being a hater, I guess, a little bit. It sounds but, like it. But it's just like to me. Just make good shit and hopefully you'll get paid to do it. That's true. I agree with that. And you see a lot of people who have Patreons and then once they get successful, they take off their Patreons, which kind of shows happens? me. Who's an example of that? An example of someone who took away their Patreon. No, give me an example of like a person that we know. Tom Segura. Oh, that's smart. But I mean, he makes so much money probably from his podcast and touring. Yeah. 
already, right? Ads mm-hmm. and stuff. So it makes sense. I don't know. I think you just changed my mind. If you want to do a Patreon, that's fine. I just not. Yeah, I don't. Me. I think the way that you made it sound was like some fucking like. I think you're guy right. Guy that has I'm like two a- listeners and goes, please, my friends and family, just give me money. Yeah, because I'm being I want to do because a lot of a lot of it is that. But you're right. Certain people have no, a Patreon that are good. They're and like their fans want us come to. That's fine. It's not for me, but that's fine. If you, if some people do that, if you do yeah. a Patreon, I'm not gonna hate on you. Yeah, I don't even know where to begin with that shit. I just want to make money doing Kickstarters, stand-up. though. For a comedy tour, that's gross. That's kind of weird, yeah. I had to do one for Doogie a long time ago when I had no money. That's different. That's a selfless act. That wasn't for you. That was for yeah, your Yeah, but that dog. was like before I had money, you know, before but I was making any but money. Do you really, that's not for you. That's for something else. Mm-hmm. What about when someone goes, hey, I want to go on, on a tour and do comedy the yeah. clubs don't book me no one's booking me to open for them but i really want to can please <laughs> i want to do yeah, it i don't think you should i want to do I don't it think you should ask or uh like beg people to do what you what you you know what i mean because i think in like what it's supposed to be is you're supposed to be good at it to where they're going to want to see it right uh, also that's why i always like even when i do when i do shows and shit it's like i don't do guest list all the time because i'm worth a fucking show ticket like i've been working to be uh you know uh-huh. A fucking ticket you want to come see and go out and spend an evening and go watch Amir K, go watch him. I don't want to be a guy that's like fucking, you know, oh, dude, get on my guest list. Is there a code for your show? Like, no, man, fucking, you know. Buy a ticket. This is what I do. Like, I don't go to a fucking doctor and ask him to give me, you know. Can I get a discount on yeah, surgery? Yeah, like free or whatever. Yo. I may actually do that. I'm lying. You know, hook it up. One time I had a... I, went, I got <laughs> had a, free... De- I I'm got thinking a, I have free dental work or like cleaning. I got my, uh, wisdom tooth taken out. Yeah. And the guy goes, what do you do? As he's putting me under and I'm like oh I work at the comedy store and he goes I'll tell you what you let me come see you perform I'll give you 20% off there you go but that's cool that's an even trade that's an even trade I'll fuck with that like even like you know I got a buddy that's dentist he's like hey dude come and get a cleaning I'm like yeah fuck yeah and then he comes to my show I get him but that's like an even trade yeah you know but not like hey dude I want to come fucking I think the joke was on him because I think he thought I was like a successful (laughs) comedian and then he comes and then he comes I'm doing five minutes on potluck and he sends you a bill again do you ever get worried about getting me too'd? Um, not really, because I was never a creep with it, you know. Well, I have some. I have a story to tell about you. <laughs> Go ahead. One time, we came over, mm-hmm. and you immediately fingered my butt when I walked oh, in. Oh yeah, do you like sex? <laughs> yeah. Is that in, the, in those days, dude, there was a period of time where I would ask you if you like sex. Just me or ever anyone? There was a lot of people I'd ask that. <laughs> Mainly Grant, but yeah, you too. Remember? Do you, you like do you sex? Like sex? Do you li- I like it. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah, I'd get hormones with that pretty good, too. You like sex? Dude, I told him one time, Jamie Masada, I told hormones, I go, Jamie Masada was asking about you, dude. What the fuck? And he goes, well, yeah, what did he say? And I go, do you like sex? <laughs> he wants to know if he likes sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love getting hormones, dude. Hormos is fun to get, too, because he gets people, too. Yeah, he gets people so good because he'll yeah. be like, dude, like all his little jokes and stuff. Yeah, he fucks with people oh, a lot. Oh, man, yeah, he has a good time in there seating people mm-hmm. and shit. Do you, are you guys uh, related? Yeah, Hormos and I are, yeah, brothers. That's what I thought. I always thought you yeah, guys were. Did you joke? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. Yeah, no, Hormos is cool, man. I really like him. He's from Orange County, too. Who's your favorite guy at the comedy store? Door guy or just person who hangs out? Well, you hang out with Abby a lot, who I like. Abby I hang Ro- out with Abby. Abby Roberge. Abby Roberge a lot. I like Mac Lo- Matt Lockwood's comedy a lot. Matt's funny, dude. Yeah, I, I like think, that kid. I just, he's just an idiot, you know? He's yeah, just but he's just idiot. so fucking no, yeah, but he's in funny. a good way. 
I like Stephen Randolph a lot. Stephen Randolph. You know, we started together. Okay. I love that dude. No, tell yeah. me about that. Yeah, we started. At the, he was coming around the haha. Me, him, and this other guy, Taylor Ketchum, who was really funny. I've heard that name before. Taylor was really funny, and him and Taylor were really good friends. And uh, Randolph and I got along pretty well. And then, yeah, he would go in and out, though. He wasn't like yeah. all. He wasn't all in uh, right away. Right. And so I would be there all the time, and he wasn't there all, always. But then I remember. Then then he came back to the story. He was like, "Fuck, I'm serious." You know, I'm like, "Hell yeah, I'm so glad," because he's so funny, bro. Yeah. One of his fa- my favorite things of him is like the fucking Mexican talk show where he just starts fighting people. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those? Yeah. I yeah. Don't, that's some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Do you know what I mean? And so I always, I always liked him after that. I was like, "Fuck this guy! This guy doesn't give a fuck." He'll yeah, go he all has the way. some crazy And then, stories. like, when he does the, <laughs> like, dude, come to the store in the fucking in the hospital bed. Like, that's funny to me, dude. Or like the fucking, you know, his his uh, motivational speech. All that shit's really funny, dude. Of all the people you started with, yeah, who is the most successful in comedy? Probably Gerard. I, I mean, Gerard started before me, but he's definitely probably the most successful guy. Gerard Carmichael. You started around the same time. Well, I was. I think he may have been like a year or two before me, and then. But I, we were but definitely. You watched him. We were definitely miking together. Yeah, him, yeah. Angelo Bowers. You know, Angelo was a fucking beast, dude. But that, those Gerard are the guys. Doesn't, does Gerard even do stand up? I haven't seen him around. I mean, I see him every now and then, but yeah. I don't think he goes up all the time. I think he's just doing other shit. You know, yeah. he's executive producing all sorts of things. If it's you like, were a movie star, would you still do stand up? Yes, I think I've always been asked that, and I would always do stand up, no matter what. I think I'll be like one of those fucking, you know, Rodney Dangerfield, Prior type guys that's like always fucking gonna do it, or like Carlin's mm-hmm. that like till that till they die, they're gonna do stand up. I'll be like that Don Rickles type guy. Me too. Yeah. I mean that. I'm never stopping. You can't make me. Even if I get in trouble, I'm still going to do it. I think you can. Nowadays. No, if I get in trouble, I'm just going to, I'm going to find a way. I'm going to change my name. I feel like that's where I see you go. Like you're going to get on and then you're going to get in some big, like you're going to cross the line. For some reason I feel that happening And they're going to be like, dude, you just can't do that. You go, what? And you'll fucking do your little Ari. And they're going to be like, dude, I'm sorry. You just can't. And then you're going to have to do your own like little side because you're going to have developed this following of these fucking guys that are just like you. It's scary to think that, but I I feel that happening. That's going to happen. It's I, I'm I watch trouble, you huh? and I'm going, it's literally a matter of time before something happens where they go, hey, did you hear Ari fucking cross the line, dude? But it'll be like... And it's not like one of those things where you can do anything in comedy. It's like, no, no, no. Ari did like that and then some. Well, I don't think like I'll ever did, cross no, the line. No, hold on. He fucking, like, dude, we didn't even know, you know, there, yeah, there's no rules in comedy, this, that, and the other, but he fucking went overboard. He went dude. over. Yeah, like, you it know. It can happen. Yeah, so. But, I, but it's not going to happen in my personal life. Like, when the Me Too stuff started happening, mm-hmm. I go, oh, I don't hit on girls. I'm scared of women, so I'm not going to, I'm fine. But you do do some dumb shit. Like, you've gone to, like, fucking Australia. <laughs> That was oh, my for favorite, a girl, for bro. A when you said yeah. I'm spending all of my money to go see this chick, yeah, I fucking love that. Uh, dude. Truth be told, I think I went a little bit in debt to. Oh, it was great! Like, what a fucking stupid thing you did, you know? Honestly, though, it was one of the best months yeah. of my life. Yeah, I don't regret it. It was great. I met some amazing people. I did some amazing comedy shows. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful experience. People made fun of me for did that. Did you see the girl when he went back and no. did the, the the Theo shows? No. Man, that would have been good to do. No, I think it would have been unhealthy. How did that I end? I think it would have been reopening the wound. It ended with, you know, we talked for a long time over Skype every night. 
And then it got to the point where she was like, she basically got smart. Or she, I don't know. Do you think For all you, I know, she you, met someone. Could but you feel she was over it? No, I don't think she was over it. I think it was literally her going, we live 20 hour flight away from each other. I'm 21 years old oh, with dude, no yeah. money. I don't have a visa to go there. I, how is this relationship ever going to work? And I think she was absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a dumb... I mean, but that's it, something you do when you're that age. And that's some, some... It's not even an age thing. I would do no. it again right now. It was love. It's not... It wasn't a... Because you don't know. But that's a young thing to do. You wouldn't do that when you're 45. No, Trust I would me. if I was in love. If that was You wouldn't do it when you were 45, dude. You're not 45. You don't know. I'm not 45, but I Listen, wouldn't do it now. The heart wants what... You don't think you would do the it. The heart then, wants what it can And have. then you meet this woman... <laughs> And this woman makes you happier than you've ever been in your entire life. And you go, I would do anything for her. Right. You're going to, you're going to find that. I want to find that. You will. To be honest. You know, I found like when you're a kid and you're in high school, you find girlfriend, you know, you have a girlfriend, you're like, oh my God, this is love. And then you think that's that, that, that this is like the most I could love somebody. And then you meet, you know, you break <laughs> up and then you meet someone else and you're like, oh my God, this is love. Yes. And this is the most you could love yes. somebody. And you break up with that person and you go, what the fuck? This was, this, the next person is like, the, I don't know. It's so crazy how that works. Yeah. But then there's always like qualities that you like about one, you know, and then you. Yeah. You wish you could just build your, build a bear. Which a is pretty crazy because you'd, you'd imagine that's the same thing for women. They would say that, yeah, you know, I'm about sure guys. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's so Do you weird. want to have kids? I do. I really do want, I love kids, man. And you're okay with bringing an Iranian man into the world? <laughs> My brother's having a kid, which is cool, because I get to be an uncle. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened with his apartment? It's right here. He lives up the street. But he, he, bought, he just bought a house in Long Beach. So I go, dude, I just went down there Sunday. Yeah, it was let's so do fun. something with his apartment. Uh, he still has it. That's what I'm saying. It's right by running, and it's it's like he still has a good rent control. He's been, he, was, he had the place for years. But I think he's making it like a, his office. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, he's having a baby, so I get to practice with the little baby. I love babies, man. Oh, you're going to be Uncle Amir? Uncle Amir. Yeah, it'll be fun. Or are you, is that what he's going to call you, Uncle Amir? I, I guess. Yeah. Are you going to take him to Disneyland? I, I don't know. I'll, have, I'll, I'll do cool stuff with him. You What's know? the most expensive present you would spend on a nephew? I don't know. Maybe uh, the most expensive, like a little baby one or like an adult Once thing? At 10 years Probably old. Like a good knife. <laughs> I don't think his parents are gonna want you to buy him a knife. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you don't even you don't even use knives. Yeah, you do. You have, you're like a you're pocket a knife guy. You know who you are. You're yeah. one of those guys that has one of those fucking pocket knives. Hell yeah, yeah. Always. Kind of, yeah, yeah, I have like, a knife right here, velcro under this see. table. Damn, dude, what you take some improv classes. <laughs> Are you a groundling and I don't even actually, know this? I should keep a knife velcroed here and then just each episode, case. no, each episode, pull it out on the guests and just get their reaction on video. That'd be a good segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'd be good. It's That'd cool. be a great segment to a podcast. It's called, hey, are you ready? And they go, what? Are you ready? And then I do it and get their reaction. What do you think? That's pretty I'm cool. Serious. Try it for segment? the next three. With try it for the next three. Okay. I think it'd be good because anytime you can do a segment, that's good. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> Have you thought of one? A segment yet? Yeah, for this? dude. A segment for this is called Let's Drink Water. A lot of people are anti-bottles of water because of all the plastic waste. And that's been Let's Drink Water. But I recycle the plastic, so what else am I supposed to do? 
Do you re- like immediately recycle it where you fill it up with water again? No, I mean, I just put it in the recycle bin. Wouldn't it be better if you just filled it up with water again? Yeah. So they didn't have to go through the process of melting it down and making another plastic bottle. Wouldn't that be Listen, better? I don't eat red meat. I watched the Leonardo DiCaprio movie and I've recommended it to several people. I've done, I'm doing my part. I drive a Prius. But then you also have a Mustang. The Mustang is a business. <laughs> well, dude, you're such a capitalist. You can't have like a fucking big business that's Listen, just I'm emitting by all sorts laws. of fucking fumes into the environment and fucking up the ozone layer and then drive a Prius on the side so you Fine. can wave it. I'm, people selling, I'm gonna sell it. You're right. I'm gonna sell the, the Mustang. You got to get rid of that thing. Unless you live in Nebraska, it. which then it's the fucking coolest whip in town. Then yeah, why I do mean, you have a Mustang? It's the coolest whip here. It's, it's a good rental, and it's I see what you're than doing. Your Mercedes Benz. I told you not to go there, man. <laughs> what made you get a Mercedes Benz? I like cars. You know? Don't worry about what I do. Is it a lease or a buy? It's a lease. I don't buy cars. How come? Because I used to. Because you like to. getting new ones all the time? Yeah, I like to get a new car every three years. And uh, even though this car does not lease well at all, because it's a sports car, it doesn't lease well. But What do you mean it doesn't lease well? Meaning when it's a, when it's a sports type of car, the car won't lease well because they know you're going to be hard on it. So your residual value, like the amount of money you're spending for the car is more than if I would, was to get like a sedan. Does that make sense? Oh, it's just an expensive lease, you're saying? Yeah, because yeah. because... They know you're going to... You're going to fucking drive it like a sports car. You're going to yeah. drive, be hard on it. So the, 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 it doesn't hold its value as well as a sedan would. So that you're paying the depreciation of the car over the three-year term. But the cool thing about a lease is you don't have to fucking worry about maintenance and none of that shit. You just, and then you get a new car, you don't have to sell the car. You know, maybe yeah. later on I'll buy yeah, them. Nice I, used, I used to buy cars when I did real estate. And then you had to, but I would get them at it's the auction. It's just kind of a headache. Yeah, I'd buy nice cars at the auction. I'd buy like yeah. fucking dope cars at the auction. And then I would, I'd drive them for like a year and sell it and make like a three or 4,000. But I'm not in that position anymore to do that. So I was like, fuck it. I have a little bit of money. I'll buy a nice car and drive it and have a good time with it. That's fair. I support you. Thank you, man. It's fun. How can I uh, make more money Quit than comedy you? and do something else. Okay. it's good advice. Great advice. And that's licensed therapy. It's good advice. How can I make money just the easiest way? I liked your Airbnb little scheme that you that's were doing. That's gone. Airbnb scheme. That gone. was a great a scheme. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, hey, I had a good run. I you did had it for like three run. years. <laughs> I love that you had like strippers and shit staying at the place in your name. Your neighbors were like, what the fuck are these people partying on our balcony and taking videos? Like you would, Ari would have like fucking like, like fifth rate porns being shot in his fucking, (laughs) in his unit on the weekends. And it was like underground porn being shot in your fucking units. I had a good run. I'm sad to see it end. And you were so stupid. You would just like trust anybody. It was like rent it now. And you wouldn't even, God damn. Yeah. But that was you had a good run. You made some money. Yeah. So now I'm I'm coming to this new chapter in my life. The rental, um, business, the, the car 12. rental business. Well, I have one car, but that makes you know it makes a few hundred dollars a month. It's not enough to live off of. Mm-hmm. But now I'm coming to this new chapter in my life, uh, where I think it's just going to be comedy starting on the twelfth. That's the only income. That's the best, bro. I'm gonna have, but it's scary. That's the breast. It's it's it just the feels. Uh, I feel naked. 
and I feel... But you're probably making good money with Theo touring. I mean, I wouldn't say it's good money. No, but it's I feature think it money. Be, yeah, it should be enough to get but by. It's all good. No one no one owes you more than that. No, I, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'm you should, com- you're like, you know how lucky you are. Like a lot of guys, you know, I remember when I started touring with Maz, I was like, fuck, I feel so fortunate that I'm, a, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, making billions of dollars, but you're learning a lot and you're uh-huh. getting better. I saw you last yeah. night, you know, and for the first time you didn't bomb in a long time, which well, that's, I... You didn't need to say that. It's not true. I thought was good. And I, I texted you. I said, "Hey, thank you. Great set last night. You were being really funny last night. Thank you so much." But what I'm trying to say is, I'm scared because. But dude, don't be. You know why? Consist- it, the reason I'm not. Sca- I'm grateful for the opportunities, but it, you know, it could end at any moment. It's out of my control. No, it can't. You know yeah. what? But when there isn't a plan B, this sounds cliche and shit, like cheesy as fuck. But when there's no plan B, you're gonna make it. I always say, when you start working without a net. You're going to stay on the tightrope. Like, you just do it. It's fucking weird, dude. Shit happens. Every time I've decided to go fuck it, I'm going all in, you end up making money somehow, dude. Back in the day, it was like, oh, I'd have zero dollars. I'd win a contest and, you know, some money would come. Or I'd get a gig or I'd book something. Oh, you can do this tour here. It just happens, dude. But you got to just be all in. Yeah. And if you're not, then why are you doing it in the first place? You're right. I'm in. I'm all, I've always been all in. Now I'm double all in. Yeah, you've always been a funny fucking dude, man. You know, not on stage, but you know, when we're hanging out. Hey, that's the first step. I'm kidding. You're really that's funny, aren't you? I know, I'm the best. You are the best. The best I, really like, I really like watching you. I'm the number one comedian in this world. In the whole world. Just keep telling Chappelle, yourself that. Chappelle who? Chappelle Lacey. Chappelle is, he's funny. Chappelle's funny too. Yeah. A lot of good guys. Dude, there's so many fun. You know, when that's, people that's ask. That's the real you, issue. There's so many comedians. It's like, who so should I many. kill off? You know? To, but you don't, it, why do you have to do that? There's enough pie for everyone. No, it needs, I want all the pie. That's selfish, man. Yeah. Quit. Me? It's my pie. Do you want me? Do you want me? It's my pie. Quit. Yeah, I appreciate you doing the podcast. I know. You normally get paid, and I'm not going to pay you, so I appreciate it. Okay. I'm not going to pay you one bit. Not even one little bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ari, I love you. Love you, too. You're listening to Unlicensed Therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis. Ari Manis. Ari Manis.